Now, I've been speaking with the medicinal cannabis campaigner Vera Toomey. Vera spent years fighting a lengthy but ultimately successful campaign to obtain medicinal cannabis for her 13-year-old daughter, Ava. Ava, who was experiencing catastrophic and potentially life-ending seizures prior to using medicinal cannabis, sadly passed away in May of last year following a lifelong battle with a rare form of epilepsy called Dravet Syndrome. Now, I spoke with Vera prior to the Dáil vote on deferring the People Before Profit Bill and I first asked Vera if she agreed with decriminalising cannabis for personal use. Who is benefiting from it not being decriminalised? I think, you know, you would want to consider that. Are the Garda Síochána benefiting? Are the courts benefiting? Are the people themselves benefiting? Are young people that are, you know, have, have an offence on their record from a very young age, therefore their possibility of travel and life experience into the future is either limited or cut off in some instances to certain countries around the world. Who is it benefiting other than criminals if it is not decriminalised? Mm. We need regulation and we need we need to step forward really into a new century here in a thought process about what's going on regarding cannabis in every aspect, be it medical, recreational or whether in some people's opinions that the two actually in themselves overlap. I suppose, Vera, look, there's two schools of thought on this, perhaps there's even more, but the two I'm thinking of, some in favour would say decriminalisation is the sensible approach, you know, free up under-resourced Gardaí to deal with other matters, as you've touched on there. But there are some who'd be concerned about the the health implications for people and whether there's a risk of uh, drug use becoming more widespread. Uh, You know, a group of doctors, including GPs and psychiatrists, actually wrote to ministers, party leaders uh, Mm -hmm. and members of the Joint Committee on Health ahead of the vote on the People Before Profit Bill, uh, urging them to robustly object to it. What do you make of that? Yeah, I think that group of physicians and doctors are on an extreme, they're an extreme end of the spectrum in relation to their opinions and, you know, the, the studies that they produce. I, I'm, I'm, aware of the, I'm aware of the group that you're, that you're referring to. But I think anything can be abused, can it not? Be it alcohol be it excess in, at, at any stage with, with, with anything. And my experience of cannabis used in a responsible medical way was that our little girl's life was extended by about seven years. We were told when she was seven or eight years old that, you know, there was no more, there was six or seven years old, that there was no more that could be done for her. But it was cannabis that saved my daughter's life. And it was cannabis that gave my daughter the best quality of life that she had ever experienced throughout the years that she was on this earth. Cannabis is not the enemy at all. It's the way it's used. If cannabis is used responsibly, then it isn't a threat. It isn't the enemy, you know? And, you know, the Misuse of Drugs Act, you know, it, it should be... it should be the positive use of cannabis and medication rather than the misuse of drugs. There was so much about the debate this morning that was so upsetting, like the idea that Hildegard Nocton said that it was premature, that they would wait nine months. What are they waiting for? So you don't buy that argument, Vera, that they want to consider the recommendations of the Citizens' Assembly on Drugs Use. We we discussed on the show recently the publication of their final report with the, the 36 recommendations. The recommendations should be considered. 
but it's imperative in relation to the, to the cannabis situation, be it medical or recreational, that it's moved forward. It's constant delays, 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 delays. The Medical Cannabis Access Programme, it's all delays regarding that as well. That that programme should be expanded to encompass other people, but it's delays. And yet again, it's just, I mean, I was speaking to one of the politicians that spoke this morning before I spoke to you, and I, I was saying to him that when, when we were going through our campaign to get over her medication, it was the same thing. Delay, delay, put it off. What are they putting it off for? The, the health-led approach, it's so broad. What does that mean? What are they going to do, you know? Did she expand on that today in her speech? She didn't. She focused on delay again, more delay. It's, 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 it's unacceptable. Vera, can I ask you just on your campaign to get medicinal cannabis to be used by AVA. We have to say that in 2017, Simon Harris, who was then the Minister for Health, he did ultimately grant a licence for for AVA to use medicinal cannabis. But was your frustration and anger over having to fight a lengthy battle to obtain medicinal cannabis for use by AVA amplified when, as you've just touched on, you saw the the good it did for her, that it it improved her quality of life and, and, as you said, extended her quality of life. You mentioned oh. health there. This this was beneficial for her health. Of course. I mean, what we had to do to access Ava's medication, it was an outrage what we had to do. But I would have done anything for Ava. As her mother, I did what I had to do. But the fact that I had to do it was wrong. You know, we, we shouldn't have had to do everything that we did. We spent so much time on campaigning for her medication that we actually lost, and in particular, I lost time with my child in the process of trying to save her life. Yeah. Now, you know, ultimately it did, and it extended her life, and all of her doctors have said that to us, all of them, that without it, she wouldn't have reached the age of, of 13 years. But the fact that we had to do it was wrong, and the fact that years and years after we first started campaigning for Ava, you've still got the same rhetoric inside in the Dáil Chambers today about delays and another committee and this and that. It just goes on and on and it's pushed out, pushed out. Who's going to grasp the nettle with this eventually? Who's going to take control of this situation and do something about it? The, the frustration I felt after listening to the debate and hearing cross-party, all of the the independents, more or less, the Sinn Féin, the people for profit, all of the parties, more or less in agreement. It's just devastating to me to see that there's going to be further delays. It's, it's just very, very sad, I feel. You clearly support the use of cannabis for medicinal purposes, and it sounds as if you were in favour of decriminalisation. Do you hold out hope, Avira, that one day soon... Not as soon as you would like, given that it it looks likely this bill will be deferred for nine months, but that sooner rather than later we will see this bill pass. I absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, do. Because the movement across the world, the movement across Europe is there. It's happening, you know. It's right in front of people's eyes. But I do feel that Ireland will be dragged, rather kicking and screaming, they'll be at the end of the road with this. It will happen. And there are too many people now, I think, that see the benefit of it 
And I think that that's not just patients, but there are other people within the Garda Síochána, within the, the legal system, that see that it's a waste of time, that see that it's a waste of resources. But unless the government put in place an action to remove the necessity for people to be prosecuted for small amounts of cannabis, the guards will have to continue to do their job. The courts will have to continue to do their job and enforce the law. So it seems ridiculous to me that if you talk to people in those professions, a lot of them will privately say to you that it's a waste of their time. So I think there's that as well. I think that it will it will come, but we always say he says here, never give up. No matter what wall you come to, no matter what disappointment you've got, just look at it, step around it and keep going forward. And I think the people that support this piece of the movement forward, it will happen. But it's just not to be disillusioned, to be able to be positive and to keep moving forward and to keep going and have the energy to keep going to make it happen. Vera Toomey, thank you so much for joining us on Morning Focus this morning. Thank you. I, I hope what I said did, did justice to the points and um, I appreciate the chat with you and thank you very much. And that was Vera Toomey who I spoke with on Wednesday uh, about uh, the People Before Profit Bill to decriminalise small amount of drugs for personal use for nine months. The government to defer that uh, for nine months. Uh, joining us now for more on it is Michael Guerin, addiction counsellor at Coomera in Brewery. Good morning to you, Michael. Good morning, Alan. Thank you very much for joining us. You've been listening to my conversation with Vera Toomey. What did you make of what she had to say on this? I have, and once again, our deepest sympathies to Vera and the loss of Eva. And it was very enlightening what she said there, the dramatic improvements that that cannabis made in Eva's life. Um, And I don't think there's anybody involved in the field that would be opposed to the use of cannabis for legitimate medicinal purposes whereby it would bring about an alleviation of suffering or a cure or an improvement of symptoms or a prolonging of somebody's life. Um, and I think it's a very important distinction to make, Alan, that when we're talking about cannabis in Ireland, we need to talk about the use of cannabis for legitimate medicinal purposes as one subject and the use of cannabis in a recreational sense and as a drug of abuse, on the other hand. So they are two absolutely distinct debates. And I think it's worth, we need to bear that in mind when we're having any conversation about it. Now, very, very good point to make, Michael. And, and let, let's maybe dig a bit, little deeper into that then, because while... You know, it's it's un, it's unsurprising to hear that Vera obviously supports, you know, legalising cannabis for medicinal purposes. She also is very much uh, behind the People Before Profit Bill to decriminalise it, uh, possession for, for personal use, highlighting some of the points that have been highlighted before by people that it would free up the Gardaí, uh, would, you know, it would fit in with the... Uh, we were speaking to you recently about the Citizens' Assembly on Drugs Use, their final report and their recommendation to go down a more health-led approach rather than the criminal justice route. Uh, do, do you buy into that or, you know, would you have concerns around, you know, the members, uh, various ministers, party leaders ahead of the debate on Gino Kenny from People Before Profits Bill yesterday, GP psychiatrists, uh, doctors and so on wrote to them, urging them to robustly object to it on health grounds. What are your thoughts on all of that? Well, I think medical professionals who wrote in are, need to be respected for the body of expertise that they are. 
And they, like a lot of other people, including myself in the field, have seen the harmful effects of cannabis abuse, particularly as it pertains to people's mental health. Um, So again, to reiterate, from a medicinal point of view, absolutely supportive, and I think everybody is. Um, And I think on on foot of the report of the Citizens' Assembly, um, we will inevitably see the decriminalisation of cannabis and maybe more things for personal use as a criminal offence. And I think the courts and the judicial system and the Gardaí have been moving in that direction anyway. Um, But there's a bigger question here, and that is the legalisation and regulation of cannabis which we haven't spoken about, where cannabis would become viewed in the same um, way that we view alcohol and, and tobacco. And that was and a point, uh, Michael, sorry to cut across, that was a point that Gino Kenny was making yesterday, that, you know, you had uh, members of the Dáil who were against it, um, Danny Healy Ray, and it was being highlighted, well, look, runs a pub and Gino Kenny certainly pointed to alcohol as an issue and the issues that can cause in Irish society and said look that's a psychoactive drug does he have a fair point if that, if, if, if alcohol uh, is legal uh, why not legalise cannabis Gino Kenny is a fair point in that if you added all the drugs together and you compare the harm that they cause to the harm that alcohol causes on a national basis in Ireland every year alcohol surpasses and supersedes everything else and if today was yesterday and alcohol was being legalised, you'd wonder would it even have happened. Um, so in that respect, you know, Kenny definitely has a point. There is a concern nonetheless that the absolute legalisation and regulation of cannabis would lead to further normalisation of cannabis consumption. And for people that can enjoy cannabis responsibly, that's OK. But not everybody can, in the same way that not everybody can enjoy alcohol responsibly. Which so, is, a, sorry, Michael, it's a fair point, but, you know, if you legalise anything, you're always going to have a certain percentage who'll misuse or abuse it. Can that be a stumbling block to all, you know, in any debate over legalising something that the small percentage who may abuse it, um, that that is the, is the priority rather than the overwhelming majority who won't? No, absolutely not. And I think that percentage, if we talk about alcohol and alcohol abuse rather than outright alcoholism, I think that percentage is a lot higher than we perceive it to be, is point one. And point two is legalisation and regulation of cannabis is not necessarily, and this is an argument being made by the pro-legalisation lobby, um, that the, the, the people who are illegally purveying cannabis at the moment are not going to shut up, shop and walk away just because we legalise it. So I think it's a very complex subject. I think there are arguments for and against but I think those arguments for need to be tempered by the fact that ir- abuse or irresponsible use of cannabis can be and is potentially harming. Um, and I, I think we need not lose sight of that. And again, I want to reiterate, I do not mean that in the sense of medicinal use of cannabis, where cannabis can be helpful to people who have certain illnesses. That is absolutely the right thing to do. But the, the medical experts who have made their submissions haven't done so lightly, I would imagine. And I would imagine they would have been writing these things to government based on evidence that they would have seen where they would have seen harmful effects of cannabis on people who would have abused it. And we would have seen it in the services for years. 
Just before I let you go, Michael, the, the government deferring the bill for nine months, you know, they want to take time to consider the recommendations of the Citizens' Assembly, but the opposition, and particularly uh, Gina Kenny and People Before Profit, whose bill this is, accusing the government of kicking the can down the road. Uh, they have the next general election uh, at the forefront of their minds. What do you make a deferral? Is it, is it helpful? Do you believe the government want to take time to consider the re- recommendations of the Citizens' Assembly or is it just this a bit of a hot potato issue that they don't want to be dealing with? Well, the government obviously would need to take some time to consider the recommendations of the Assembly. But I think nine months is a little bit disappointing. To say that we, are, we have a government at the moment that has a very short lifespan left, irrespective of what they do about this time next year, at the latest, we'll be, we will be looking at an election. And I would like to see that the Citizens' Assembly recommendations um, would be legislated for prior to that happening. We have been pushed back nine months. You wonder, will that be the case? But it would be an awful pity because there, undoubtedly we need to move away from a punitive criminal justice approach to drug addiction in general, besides it all from cannabis, to a more health-led, holistic approach in order to improve the quality of the lives of the sufferers of the individuals who suffer from substance misuse disorder. So in that respect, the nine months is a disappointing piece of news. Okay, we do have to leave it there. But Michael, thank you so much for joining us. We always appreciate your thoughts on on issues such as these. Thanks for being with us. You're very welcome, Alan. That's uh, Michael Gear in there, addiction counsellor at Coomer and Brewery. And earlier you heard my conversation uh, with Vera Toomey, uh, the uh, medicinal cannabis campaigner. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think uh, we should decriminalise or perhaps even legalise uh, cannabis, um, be it for purely medicinal purposes or do you think for personal use as well? Let us know your thoughts on that.